0: The word of the Lord says James a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ James chapter 1 verse 1 through 4 to the 12 tribes in dispersion greetings here's what he says count it all joy someone say count it all joy my brothers when you meet trials of various kinds Bible says in verse 3, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its perfect work in you or its full effect that you may be perfect and complete. That you may be perfect and complete. Lacking nothing. I want to preach to you for the next few moments on a subject entitled, Learn How to Count. Listen, man, uh, if you have been in any sort of scholastic environment, many of you are presently in post-secondary education. Some of you are pursuing your doctorates. Uh, One of my brethren's this week um, actually completed his uh, doctoral, doctoral studies and, became, and, were, and got his PhD, very, very excited, you know. But I remember just looking back um, in the days, you know, past, being a part of school, uh, for those who are part of grade school, primary school, you know, middle school, all that, uh, you know, it was definitely a, uh, a big deal as it pertained to tests, right, Uh, anybody, and you don't have to put up your hands, I know there are people in here and online uh, that dealt with pressure and anxiety around tests like me. It got to the point, man, where there were times I just couldn't do it, you know. I literally just had to get up, you know, talking about mental health awareness, I was so full of anxiety, (coughs) excuse me, (laughs) full of anxiety that I got to the place where I had to get up and run out and I absolutely could not complete uh, the test you know and the thing is though there was something about and can we mute our phones please in Jesus name but there's something about being to the place where you are taking a test watch this that you are prepared for there's a difference man there's a difference and you know uh, there are those people Uh, that were in school and that were in class many of you uh, some of y'all might have been these annoying people that were like yo man i'm so upset i failed and i would be like and what'd you get like man i got a 93 man (laughs) you know those people and i used to get so vexed because i would try my hardest and go ham and i would still still not get um the grade that i was looking for And, you know, anyways, but there was a difference in being prepared for the test. I would show up early, uh, especially as it pertains to math. My son Noah is incredible with with math. We call him the philosopher, and he's he's like a genius when it comes to numbers. He can do stuff in his head. I'm just like, what on earth? But I loved math to the point that when I got it, when I understood the concept, I couldn't wait to get in that room and jump on that test because... Because it was just so powerful to be there and to be before this paper and to not know what the questions were going to be, but to know the skills and understand the workings and the process that was needed to be able to complete the test that was before me. Uh, Somebody sees where I'm going on this morning. And so it's imperative, it's imperative for us to understand there's a difference between when pop quizzes show up and you're not ready for them. Then when a test shows up and you have been positioned to be able to not only win, but to be able to come out in a place of strength and be better on the other side. And I just want to challenge someone as it pertains to your perspective. Some of the biggest uh, mental health issues that we navigate and deal with are triggered by seasons of difficulty. They're triggered by things, uh, you know, you ever been in one of those moments where everything was cool and stuff was going good and suddenly out of nowhere, one phone call, one text message, stuff that you thought that you were delivered from. Come on, somebody. Stuff that you thought that you were past, it just agitates and brings stuff to the surface that you did not even know that was still there. Stuff that you still need to be delivered from. It is so easy for stuff to pop up and challenge our mental health and challenge our perspective and many people have walked away from faith many people have turned to to the bottom of a bottle come on somebody many people have gotten to the place where they turn to lascivious lifestyles and jump in and out of beds and all of this sorts of stuff and because of the fact that these things will pop up and so I want to challenge us today as it pertains to our perspective. Because the the Bible declares, the, the Apostle James, he's speaking to individuals, these believers that are Jewish believers especially, that are dispersed throughout different places. Jews in dispersion. So Christians that were dispersed, that were of the Jewish persuasion. And he declares, and he says to them, watch this. He says, after greeting them, he says, count it all joy one more time say count it, count it all joy and what is he telling them to count it at, count as joy something that sounds pretty oxymoronic doesn't it he says count it as joy when you enter in and the king james used to say when you enter uh diverse temptations right or so but he says he says when you meet trials of various kinds this is a perspective check, perspective check. This is, this is countercultural uh, to the way that the world talks to us about happiness, that you're supposed to only be happy and experience joy when things are going the way that you think they should be going. Come on, somebody. And here James challenges us. He says, count it all joy, when, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds my god this is so powerful i'm telling you man can i just tell you can i start by letting you know because someone is on the edge at the edge of the cliff today someone is at the end of their rope who is watching there is someone in here today who is saying man i cannot go any further what has popped up what is happening in my household and in my life is beyond what i have imagined in this moment and the fact of the matter is can i tell you uh, number one Faith that isn't tested can't be trusted. Think it, think it. Faith that isn't tested can't be trusted. I don't care how many ikabando bohosh katalamandies and how many you can have a new tongue for every season of the year. Come on. I don't care how many dances, how much signs of the cross you make. Come on. Somebody. it don't. All of those things that you do are cute and are great and you're dancing and your hands lifted. But until some trouble hits you, we don't know if it's real or not oh can I just talk to somebody in here there are many of us that profess to have faith in Christ but as soon as a little trouble comes your way or as soon as the challenge is the ones that be jumping the highest that you can't find the most and faith that isn't tested can't be trusted I'm telling you man it is important for us to understand I say this all the time that the storm reveals your foundation so there are many of us that profess faith in christ and we declare to have faith in christ and truly to be of christ and the fact is that the storms truly reveal where it is that we truly are with God and many of you the reason why God watch this will allow the trials of various kinds to pop up in your life watch is not to punk you but it's to reveal the areas that you and I still need to submit to his grace and his power I wonder if there's a church in this place that understands God didn't save you to punk you he saved you to perfect you come on somebody and if there are some areas in your life that are in need of development sometimes he'll use trouble to cause you to get to the place of strength that he desires for you to be are you with me text says write this down matthew chapter 7 verse 24 to 27 in regards to those who build on the word versus those who build on their own lives and all of this sorts of stuff and the philosophies of this world which will titillate you and make you feel great for a moment but i'm telling you all this confessions in the mirror and you saying i think i can i think i can if that i think i can is not through christ who strengthened me come on somebody you're only gonna get so far on your personal see y'all don't like this stuff man I know it's all popular you know this self-help industry is uh, is such a massive industry where it's based on people looking within themselves to be able to get the strength that they need to be able to make it for but how many of you know that we cannot progress and move as far as we need to and walk in the purpose and the things that God has placed us in the earth to do if we do not submit yeah. to his strength and his power are you with me he says here that you know the person who builds he likens the person who builds on the word of god to the one who builds on rock and the one who builds on the philosophies of man and the things of this world to to building their house on sand and then exactly what i'm talking about with the storm revealing your foundation watch this he says the winds will blow the rains will fall and watch this the powerful thing is That the rains and the winds, did I say that right? The winds and the rains hit both houses. A lot of us think you're not following god this i noticed this prosperity gospel uh preaching today that tells you this health wealth and wholeness and everything is always going to be all okay and if this is happening you don't have enough of this and you didn't give enough and you didn't do all this and whatever try to manipulate people out of their money but it preaches a false jesus come on somebody because the fact of the matter is it challenges us to think that as long as everything is going okay then that means we're in god's good grace is how many of you know that you can be in God's good graces with all hell breaking out ar- among you? Come on, somebody. How many of you know that you can be in the plan and the will of God? Come here, Shadrach, Meshach, and a bad Negro, I mean, a nico uh, that you can be thrown up in the middle of a fiery furnace that's turned up. Quitted, and everybody's putting their trust in themselves and bowing to false gods. They say, We're not gonna bow, and landed them in a fire not in health and wealth and wholeness and they're there in the fire but that fire revealed the sun and the power of god come on somebody to the place where even though they were in the fire they were there because they were on the word of god they were not consumed bible says that we threw five four uh, three men bound and now we see four men loosed in the fire come on somebody don't matter who threw you in don't matter what it's looking like don't matter how it feels if you are founded on God and his word you can be in the fire but the fire don't have you but it's powerful because the rain and the winds it hits both of the houses so 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 look it rains on the just and the unjust the difference is the foundation so if you're a believer some windows might blow out of your house come on somebody uh can i just talk to somebody the roof might blow off of your house come on there might you might get to the place where some shingles go flying away and all sorts of stuff may happen in your life but as long as you are founded on jesus come on my hope is built anybody in this place on nothing less than jesus blood and righteousness i dare not trust i feel like preaching so i might as well i dare not trust the sweetest frame but holy lean on jesus name come here chorus on christ the solid rock i shall all other ground is sinking sand anybody in here that knows when darkness seems to hide his face i rest on his unchanging grace through every high and stormy gale. my anchor holds come on somebody, my anchor holds my anchor holds my anchor holds despite the way that the wind is tossing to and fro my sink sand oh my in the middle of that stuff i'm telling you keep on standing you're looking like man you're 10. how can i count it all joy well you need to cu- learn to count god's way so beat against the house great was the fall of the sand the house that was founded on the sand Uh, but but fact of the matter is uh, but 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 the but the house that was built on the rock was there and was in a place of strength and was left standing as long as i still have my foundation which is christ even if you lost everything even if you lost stuff that's valuable come here job on the other end of the spectrum even though you lost stuff how many of you know that god is a great restorer And so he says it, he says it, watch this, Uh, I'm just dealing with the text, going back to James chapter uh, 1 verse 1 through 4, he says, count it, all joy, learn how to count, he says, when you meet trials of various kinds, he says, for the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, but before I go there, notice I told you about the power, watch, in going to deal with a test that you're prepared for. I love our God because you know what he says? Uh, I want to tell you this. Not only does the storm reveal your foundation and faith that isn't tested can't be trusted. Watch this. God won't allow you to be tested above your level of preparation. Hey, I love it I love it we serve a God who will not allow you to be test tempted above or tested above your level of preparation uh, here's here's the scripture for you uh, let's put some bible on it first uh, Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 the bible declares and says that there is no test or temptation that is taken you that has taken you ever anybody ever felt taken by a test that is taken you watch that is not common man, I know you feel like you're the only person that's ever dealt with this and the only person that's ever gone through it he says but there's nothing you face that is not common to man watch but God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted or tested above that which you are able or that which you are prepared for come on somebody but with the way with the temptation will make a way of escape for you to be able to bear it that's bible first corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 that's a good one to memorize and remember and this is why you can count it all joy when you suffer when you're planted on christ the perspective should be that god is at work he, he, he won't allow me to be tested above that which he has Prepared me for the test hits different when you know how to deal with it watch this it sucks to fail tests that you were ready for it's like watch this it's like your cell phone dying when you're right next to the charger any other anybody other than me that happens to i mean you see it's like five percent and the charger is right there it's just like, no, I just gotta scroll. I just gotta scroll a couple. No, I need to finish this video. And then it deads right in the middle. And if you're a part of Team iPhone, you know how long it takes for that thing to start back up again? All you had to do, and I'm still not going to Android, Bunda Android Devil. No green text messages for me. <laughs> But it takes so long for the phone to start back up. Come on, somebody. When all you had to do, uh, yeah, I know that you might have had to pause watching that video for the moment. But all you had to do is reach off your bed. Yeah, you might have almost fallen off. Just anchor up your leg or whatever and plug in the phone. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Plug in the phone and then it would save you. There are many of you that are in a restarting place in your life. And you didn't have to wait this time for restarting if you had just paused and plugged it in. And there are some of you watch this who are literally at 5% and God is saying it's time for you to stop and process this properly so you don't end back up here and the process ends up taking longer than it should the second time around. My question is, how are you processing the test that you are facing? Man, I'm telling you, I am preaching to myself all right now. If you know, I'm telling you, a lot of people realize when it comes to growth and all of these things, all of the problems and the challenges and all of those things grow as well and it's imperative for you to have the right perspective. But I love what he says because he's saying you're prepared. Now, Pete, he goes on and he says here in the text, he says, when you meet trials of various kinds... For you know that testing of your faith produces steadfastness. Someone say steadfastness. King James says works patience. You know you see we're, uh, words of this uh, this this nature. Uh, the Greek word, because the Bible is written in Greek, Hebrew, and Aramaic, and here the word the word steadfastness. Everybody say steadfastness is hoopon hoopamane hoopamane. Somebody say hoopamane. And it means, it means constancy or endurance or patience. That's why dependent upon the translation that you read, you are going to see one of those synonyms that are there. Endurance, steadfastness, constancy. In other words, you are tested and you are challenged because God's desire is to produce patience to produce steadfastness to produce constancy when you go through this test if you pass this test the strength that you'll have on the other side will be greater and you'll be able to pass what you face in the future because of the rudiments and the things that you learn through this one says presents constancy it's important for us to pique this and to understand it is it is powerful because there are many of you you don't know you know those moms mother's day uh, those moms that you see lifting cars off their children and the stories of all these things because they didn't realize what they were capable of or god through them was capable of until they were in those situations And there are many of you, there are many of us, you don't realize what you are capable of or what God through you is capable of until you face the death that you're up against, until you face the sickness that you've you've got, until you face that layoff of the job. You would not have realized and remembered and come to the place where you knew that God could regulate a mind or give you strength and peace that passes all understanding. He wants you to get to a place of constancy, you know, that you're not tossed to and fro. I love this thing about toothpaste. Toothpaste is great, man. Uh, And it's cute when you look at the container, all the designs. But how many of you know the designs don't brush your teeth? The container by itself does not make your teeth clean. Come on, somebody the container looking at the toothpaste don't make your teeth clean having it in the closet doesn't make it clean it's not until you squeeze this toothpaste container that the stuff that's inside that will make your teeth clean and protect you from cavities are able to come out and so here it is you have to understand watch this let me tell you this here's another point for you some things need to be agitated to be activated Ficky, ficky. some things need to be agitated in order to be activated there's some stuff when you get certain bottles of drink or if you get to the place where you get even a laundry detergent and you put it in there come on how many of you know that it has to get to the place where it's agitated some of them it says shake well because settling is natural oh can i just preach this thing fact is that settling is natural everybody that's what it said on the bottle i'm just using the bottle to preach uh, because separation and settling happens there's some goodness in that bottle and oftentimes what happens is the stuff the nutrients the things the fruit particles and the stuff that would make it come together and taste amazing they often the bottom because it's natural for that to happen and what has to happen is you gotta get that bottle and it has to be shaken up oh can I preach some life and hope into somebody in the middle of your hellacious situation let him continue to shake you it might seem like stuff is spinning out of control but can I tell you on today that when you're spinning out of control oftentimes you and I are just on the potter's wheel come on somebody and he is making something awesome out of your situation, let him shake you, let him build you up. Watch, man, because some things need to be agitated to be activated. And this is what he says in the text. He says it works steadfastness. I want to deal with it. Uh, uh, look, look, look. Number four, uh, verse four, as he says here, and let steadfastness have its full effect. And he says, watch this, that you may be perfect and complete lacking in nothing it's so powerful to me uh, because i want you to understand this you got to get to the place watch this where you let where you allow you allow the test and you allow the process to be completed so you can get everything that god wants for you out of it he says like the king james says let patience have her perfect work in you there you know if you open the dishwasher before it's done with all the water dripping all this stuff it's hot and it's steaming and all this stuff whatever and there's still gonna be stuff on the dishes because you didn't allow it to finish when you're popping popcorn can i just make it as practical as possible if you open the the microwave before that sound that you know you need to listen for when it has allowed the amount of kernels that were supposed to pop for it to be able to be filled. when you, If you open it too early, the magnum are going to be chewing on some hard corn kernels. Breaking out your teeth and ting. Because you didn't leave it in there long enough. The, the fact is that it's important to notice. Oh, I, oh, I just, I just want to preach this thing because I want you to get this. Yeah, look, look, look On the bag, notice it don't give you a definite time frame. On the popcorn bag, it usually says two to three minutes because everybody's processing time is not the same it depends upon the energy level of your microwave and there are many of us the fact is you've been opening your microwave door when everybody else has been opening it up come on somebody you're looking at people and you're saying man why did they get to have the popcorn so early why did their stuff work out before my time And god's like listen man be quiet and let the process come to completion let patience have its perfect work in you are you ready because he goes on he said so that you may be perfect and complete this is this is what i want you to understand the test is for your perfection not your destruction if you are alive god allows these tests to strengthen you and to strengthen us to perfect us to build us to the place that we are strengthened and perfected in areas of our lives it is not for our destruction and i gotta tell you this one and this is important i want you to peep this sometimes watch this god's plan is to test it not take it he tells abraham he says yo go and sacrifice your son oh any bible readers and I love because when he gets up on the mountain, after he just promised Abraham that he's, he is going to give him a son that is going to be, and he is going to be the father to many nations. Two twos. God says, I'm taking the son. And I love, oftentimes we miss this in the text. I'm going to read it. Check this out after. Uh, Genesis chapter 22, verse 5 through 8. When he goes up on the mountain, I love what Abraham says. And many of us don't, we miss this. We just jump to the part where Abraham and the story is, God tells him to sacrifice his son and, he, and, uh, and he's testing him. But Abraham, he didn't tell him he's testing him. But Abraham goes up on the mountain and he's ready to sacrifice his son. And an angel says, don't do it. And then there's a ram in the bush. And he has his hand up and he's getting ready to do it. And that's usually the part that we stop at. But before Abraham went up on the mountain, because he understood what God was doing and he knew that if God promised made a promise to him that no matter what it looked like in the moment and even if it seemed that the thing that God just gave him miraculously was going to be taken away in that moment he saw that God was testing him look at what the text says in verse 8 of Genesis 22 says Abraham says as he and his son are going up God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering my son he goes up on the mountain with the perspective that God is going to do exactly what he says even though the thing is being tested in this moment because sometimes God tests and doesn't take oh can I just challenge you today and so it's important for us to understand it's important for us to understand this because he says that you may be perfect and complete lacking in nothing So the test, the test is not just for your perfection. It's not just for you to be perfected and to be challenged and grown and sanctified to bring more glory to God. But I want you to understand that the test is also for your provision that you may be perfect and complete lacking nothing that God would provide for you there's some of you that feel like it is over because of your resources even being challenged in the test but can I tell you don't go to the left or the right or stop being faithful and seeking God first because how many of you know that even in times of famine that if you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness that all these things will be added unto you you know as i bring this plane down for a landing fact of the matter is you know in math talking about learning how to count i'm gonna challenge somebody today as i close this thing out on today i want you to understand that there's something in math that teaches us the fundamentals of algebra and it's called bed mess. anybody ever heard of bed mess in this place today bed mess, i'll never forget when I was in school, and BEDMAS was something that was summarized. It was an acronym for brackets. Come on, somebody. Exponents. Division. Oh, any flashbacks in this place today? Multiplication. Addition. And subtraction. Help me, John. I stopped by here today to let somebody know on my way out today that oftentimes it seems come on like God is doing bedness in your life can I talk to a church in here today sometimes it doesn't make sense when we look at what is happening because in bedness you got to do the brackets first And so some of us, we're looking at our situation and we're saying it looks like this should be happening first. Come on, somebody. But God is dealing with your family to get it started. And the fact of the matter is, can I just preach this thing? is that he has to deal even though you can't see it right now he has to deal with what's in the brackets first come on some of us think he needs to deal with our finances first can I preach but the fact of the matter is before he deals with your finances I stop by to preach and let you know that sometimes he needs to deal with your faithfulness because if he can get you in the area of your faithfulness he can turn your finances around oh I feel like preaching this thing and not only the brackets come on but also the exponents I wonder if it's anybody in here today that situations went come on multiplied in an exponential fashion anybody seen in this place where you were going through one thing You got a phone call, you got a bill in the mail. Can I paint the picture on today? And suddenly out of nowhere, it went from zero to a thousand. And I wonder if there's anybody in here that knows that even though it may look crazy after the brackets, come on, sometimes things happen exponentially. But you and I got to get to the place, come on where we learn how to count God's way. Come on somebody. Fact of the matter is that after exponents that God can cause stuff to multiply in your life. Do I have any witnesses in this place? And not only that, come on, but he can cause some addition in your life. And the fact of the matter is right in the middle of your situation after things have multiplied exponentially and the challenges have happened and there have been things that have been added anybody other than me ever been in a place where suddenly out of nowhere there cause there's some subtraction in your life and it seems like the things that you got and the steps that you took further come on that it knocks you 10 steps back but you and I gotta get to the place come on where we get to the place where we learn how to count in the balcony come on somebody God's way can I just preach this thing like I feel it you gotta get like Job come on somebody who was in the middle of a mess he got to the place where if you looked at his situation situation by the world's standards it looked like everything was over and it looked like it was going he was shrewd but I'm so glad come on that when the world looked at him and his friends and his and the relatives popped up and said you want to curse God and die who am I talking to today when they said look at your life what did you do he got to the place come on where he opened up his mouth and he says I don't just serve the God who gives but I also serve the God who takes away come on and because he's a master at bed mess, even though I don't understand the things that are being prioritized in my life blessed be the God who gives and takes away said be the name of the lord i wonder if i got somebody in here today that's excited that you serve a god who is able come on to take all things somebody say all things work them together for your good and for his glory what I'm going through right now it might not feel good it might not taste good but God is able to take all things all things and work them together for my good come on I'm leaving y'all but I want to let you know today the reason why you ought to be excited today is because not only is this a test that you've been prepared for but can I tell you today that it's an open book test oh somebody missed that it's an open book test you get to take the test with an open book and there are many of y'all come on somebody that are facing difficulty today and you're Yes, and it's not because you have not been prepared and it's not because God has not called you to greater things on the other side but it's because you're not opening the book come on somebody I hear the Bible say that thy word is a lamp unto my feet come on Bible readers and a light unto my path I hear David say In Psalm 119, he says, I've hid thy word in my heart that I may not sin against thee. Come on, somebody. I hear Hebrews 4 verse 12 declare that his word is quick and it's powerful. Come on, church. That it's sharper than any two-edged sword. You gotta open the book somebody and find the answers to the stuff that you're facing I couldn't close this preach without letting you know today that when they looked at Jesus (laughs) they thought that his life was over can I just preach this on the fourth Sunday of Easter because it's still relevant in here today they took him to a cross come on they whipped him in the back nine tails they put 72 thorns upon his head good night y'all but I want to let you know that even though they put him in a borrowed tomb come on somebody and the devil thought he had won I wonder if there's anybody in this place that can put those hands together and celebrate even though it looked like it was over bright and early on Sunday morning the women came to the tomb and they said he's not here come on somebody and the fact is that an angel showed up and said he's not here because even though you thought it was over even though it looked like it was true he rose just like he said somebody ought to give him praise no matter what you're going through hang in there count it all joy learn how to count God's way and know that the trial of your faith will work if you let it have its full effect in you glory to our God So someone today who's at the end of your rope, I said all that to say, to call you to hang on in there and trust your God, even in the midst of the difficulty that you're up against, let him produce the steadfastness that he has for you in your situation.